Blog Talk Radio. My co-host, the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, man? Hey, man. What's going on? What's going on? What's the deal, man? What's going on, man? The way you're bathed in light. Who was that? That was scary. The way you're in light. The way you're in light. Reminds me of that night. Dolphins <laughs> cry. God led me down into your rose garden of trust. You're all I need to find. And when the time is right, come to me sweetly, come to me, come to me. Come to me. So that I, so we can get together, lovely. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, very good song, very good song. Yes, of course, by by live from York, Pennsylvania, which has kind of disbanded, you know, I mean... Live still carries on as a band, but the lead singer is no longer with them, and he does a solo thing. And, you know, live is just not live without Ed Kowalczyk. God damn it. I'm very disappointed. How could Ed Kowalczyk leave the group? I mean, that makes no sense. How could he survive without the group, first of all? Secondly, how could the group survive without him? There is no live without Ed Kowalczyk, and there's no Ed Kowalczyk without live. Yeah, but I think you have it twisted. I I think there's no live without Ed Kowalczyk, but I think... I think there is an Ed Kowalczyk without live, but I think there is no live without him. I agree. I, I, what does he do? What does he even sing otherwise uh, without live? With country music? No, <laughs> no, you're thinking of Darius Rucker. Uh, he sings. Uh, he has a couple. He has, I think, two solo albums. But you know what you uh, you know what you never see weeks. You know what you never see. What? What? What else you see? A skinny girl named Shelby. Never will you see that. That's a good point, actually. I never do see a skinny girl named Shelby. Yes, you sound uh, terrible. I, what, what's what, what's up with your phone? You sound awful. Can you hear me now? Uh, say something else. This success is uh, destroying me. I hate it. It's it's the phone quality is terrible. It's, there you go. No good. No That's good. That's better. <laughs> um, so. Uh, what's what's going on with you, bro? It's uh, you, you know, you, we couldn't we couldn't do the show last week because you were at a Marco Rubio rally. <laughs> I 
No, no Marco Rubio rally. I was just all over the place. Uh, oh my God, Marco Rubio, terrible, terrible person. Terrible. <laughs> I saw. He said I saw some CNN interview with him today where she's like, uh, "What did you think of Straight Outta Compton?" And he goes, "I want to see the movie." I, I, and she's like, um, "Do you think it should have been nominated for an Oscar?" And he goes, "I haven't seen the movie. I don't know, but I, I, I want to see the movie, but I haven't seen it." And then she said, uh, "She said, and you were a fan." And he said, "Yeah, you know, and it's, apparently they're going to do a reunion, but you, of course he's he's dead, so they're going to have to, you know, maybe they, I hear maybe Eminem is going to be in it." And then she's oh. like, "And then she's like, so, um, but what do you feel? Are Oscars so white?" And he's like, "I don't know what that means. I mean, Hollywood has more problems than that. Hollywood is trying to force <laughs> its values down on the rest of America." And my whole thing with that is, hold up. He's talking about loving some Eminem and and NWA and all this shit, and then and then, but Hollywood values is a problem for him. I don't understand. True, true, very true. I mean, that's a good point. Rap and NWA and uh, Eminem. There's a lot of violence and terrible stuff in their lyrics and the, yeah. their music. But you know, to me, Marco Rubio is a complete phony. I'm sorry. He's just uh, he just says whatever the media wants to hear. He's an establishment candidate. Uh, he's just, you know, he's just you know, in it for his own candidacy and his own political career, of course. And I think he's just, uh, he's benefiting, uh, because it's just a weak field of candidates in the, uh, in terms yeah. of the establishment, like Jeb Bush, he's mm-hmm. low energy. He's got low, <laughs> you know, he's... <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Marco. I think he's just more of the same. Uh, he's one of those establishment candidates who just espouse, espouse you know, all the same old, you know, Deals and goals of the old Republican Party. So, I think he's I'm not a big fan. He's to me, he's crazier than any of the other ones, including uh, Trump and Cruz. Rubio seems crazier I, I to me than anyone. I agree because he flip flops a lot, and um, his ideas. He's extremely malleable, so he'll be extremely controlled by all the interest groups, all the parties, all the big Republican donors have donated to his part, his uh, his candidacy. It's not to Trump, it's not to Carson, it's not to uh, even um, uh, Ted Cruz, but it's to Marco Rubio, actually. So people should be worried about that. But uh, it looks like uh, everything's coalescing behind him. So I think he's going to be the nominee, unfortunately, for the Republicans. Yeah, well, I I wondered, you know, how it's not down between him and uh, and Jeb Bush, but I guess uh, guess Bush's uh, brother maybe kind of screwed him up with yeah, that. I think I think the association with the Bush name. I think Donald Trump uh, really did a number on Jeb. You know, besides the low energy stuff, he was beating up on Jeb uh, for like the first three or four debates, and I don't think yeah, Jeb he was called ever him able to Jebra. come back. Didn't he call him Jebra? Jebra? <laughs> or that was just on and uh, I think Jeb also he just doesn't resonate with people. He's a actually I was I was. You know, a big fan of Jeb, but he's just uh, so, like Trump says, low energy. He doesn't he doesn't connect with people at all. He's the worst speaker I've ever seen. He's the worst debater I've ever seen. I think he's a smart guy. He's a genuine guy. And unlike, unlike George W., I think he actually is more conservative and true to the values. But unfortunately, he's going to get a bad rap because of the association. So Jeb is done. It, actually, I find it very fishy. Jeb is, like, polling in the last six or seven slots. And he's still spending a lot of money on advertisements, and all the advertisements 
bash Trump. It's very weird to me because uh, why would you be wasting your money knowing that you're gonna you're doomed to lose trying to take out Trump? It's weird. It's like an establishment thing, I think. Uh, How do you feel about Kasich? Case Kasich. How do you feel about him? You know, listen, if if this was you know eight to ten years ago when sanity seemed to rule, um, I would have voted for a guy like Kasich. I would have voted for a guy like Bush because they make sense. Kasich actually. Makes perfect sense. He's rational. He's smart. He's logical. I think he could actually balance the budget. He's done a good job in Ohio, but I think he's just unfortunately he's functioning with the establishment and uh, his voice is not really heard. And you know, unfortunately, he does he does repeat himself a lot. I mean, he talks about the billions of jobs he's created in Ohio, you know, everything like that, and balancing the budget. But I think uh, we really need um, somebody who does more evasive maneuvers, who's more immediate, who's a stronger leader. Unfortunately, this time and now is all personality and uh, momentum, and I think Cases is just kind of flat in that regard. But I do like the guy. I think the guy uh-huh. was eight, eight years ago. He would have been a great candidate. I just want to point out that John Weeks just said ten years ago when sanity ruled, and that was the age of <laughs> George W. Bush. Just want to. Make sure that goes on well, the no, record. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, even Obama. When Obama was elected, that was sane. I think that was a sane choice. I think mm-hmm. when uh, Bush was elected the second time was the sane choice. The first time, maybe not. But uh, <laughs> I, I think, you know, no, I think Obama was a good choice the first time around. I, I didn't vote for him, but I think yeah. it was a good choice the first time around. Even, I would argue, the second time around. But, you know, a guy like Kasich is... Uh, He's like antiquity almost. He's too old for for our time now. He's like, our candidates are Bernie. Our candidates are Trump. Our candidates are Marco. I mean, it's like, uh-huh. I would even say Hillary, but Hillary's like super old too. That's why I think she's kind of getting beat up. <laughs> you know, Bernie's like 100, right? I know, but somehow he resonates with all the young people. I don't Yeah. Maybe his ideas, his ideas are fresh. I think his, his yeah. uh, you know, philosophy is fresh. Yeah. Well, you know when um, you just said the uh, the the first time Bush was uh, elected, and on uh, Bill Maher, uh, I was watching the real time with Bill Maher, and, and uh, Al Gore was on. So he he said, "Please welcome the forty third president of the United States, <laughs> Al Gore." <laughs> it's great. I'm not bitter about that. I think you know he could have went either way, and unfortunately, uh, you know, not unfor- you know, <laughs> however you look at it. Uh, you know, it went uh, the Republicans' way, but you know, it didn't go that way after George W. So, the 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 main thing I'm concerned about this week weeks is how the fuck is it only Wednesday? This has been the longest week in the history of the planet Earth. I know. Uh, last week combined with this week, I I don't I don't think I can survive after today. <laughs> I think I'll probably just die after today. <laughs> It's been terrible. I don't know what it is. It's it's like, you know, people are just out to get you this last week. This week, the work has been piling up. It's just so stressful. It's terrible. I actually wish the winter was back. I wish it was snowing and yeah. it was quiet. It was cold. And now that it's clearing up and raining a little bit, it's just people are going nuts. Yeah, and, and all week I've been thinking, like, uh, um, boy, it's a really long week so far. But at least, at least it's a short week. Like at least we have Friday off. But we don't have Friday off. It's not a short week. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about <laughs> myself. Why do I think that? Exactly. 
Yeah, and now we're going to go through a drought of no holidays. So, I mean, it's like yeah. the next three or four months, I think, are going to be the worst months of all time. <laughs> Getting back to uh, <laughs> the politics for a second, what, hap- what, 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 what happened with, uh, with our old friend Rod Khan? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. Oh, my Lord. Rod has – listen, okay, this, the story of Rod, it goes back like three months. Well, not three months. Two months ago, Rod started uh, Facebook messaging me. First of all, I don't know why he's Facebook tell, tell, messaging me. Tell, tell the audience. Tell everyone who Rod is. All right. Rod is a child that I met in uh, a Saturday seminar program at, uh, gosh, I forget what school. Was it Wilbur Cross? Hill House. Hill House. At Hill House. And uh, I think it was like an international studies course, right, or something like that? Yeah. Yes. And uh, it was with Jock Payne and Monty Deepa. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Carol Stedman. Yes. And uh, it, 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 was, it was like us three uh, bonded, me, you, and uh, Rod, and I guess the North Haven kids who were the most obnoxious kids on the planet. Yes. And uh, so, but Rod was a strange individual then, and he's a stranger individual now. He was he played <laughs> soccer. I remember he played soccer. He was extremely. Rod was like a a, a fifty year old in a. 15-year-old, you know, body and mindset. He was, he was an odd child. He wore really knee, like knee-high uh, shorts. It was, it was like he was wearing his soccer uniform when he wasn't supposed to be wearing his soccer uniform at all times. I just remember this really, I remember this really portly child with a soccer uniform on, with glasses. And he, but he spoke very well. I remember he spoke very well for yeah. his age. And he was a nice guy. He was a very, he was a very nice guy, but then Rod grew up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fast forward to three weeks ago, and what happened? So okay, so the only communication I've had Rod with Rod in about two decades was, uh, you know, maybe a text, uh, Facebook message here and there about, I think once about eight years ago when we almost met up, uh, and we never met up, and then there was never any communication at all. So then Ron texts me or Facebook messaged me about two months ago, and he just goes in on politics, and he's asking me who I'm voting for. Well, actually, he never asked me who I was voting for. I don't know how I found out. You know, it's probably because I like certain pages, but he said, why are you voting for, for Trump, or why are you supporting him? And I, I didn't want to get into it with him. I said, Rod, uh, let's meet up. You know, I think it would be better just to meet up. We haven't talked in such a long time. Let's talk about it, and we'll get into you know like a you know like a, a debate, but we're talking about mm-hmm. things. And I tried to get you involved, but you didn't want to do it, which was smart. And uh, <laughs> so uh, that never happened, and that was supposed to happen about three weeks ago. Uh-huh. And so Rod, about a week ago, Facebook messages me and obliterates me. You know he. He is just nonstop harassing me about why why are you voting Trump for Trump? Why do you support Trump? Do you know Trump's anti refugees, anti immigrants? Do you know I'm a refugee? You know, why are you a you know and I responded uh, you know, I I got so harassed that he pulled me in. I didn't want that to happen either. I was trying to be smarter about it. I didn't want to get into it. But he got me so riled up I said something I I, 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 I just started getting into it with him. I we got into it like a Debate on Facebook Messenger. It's like one of those things where you do when you're a teenager, and uh, you know it, I, that's something I didn't want to do. And he just dragged me into it. 
<laughs> and so we went we went back and forth for probably about forty minutes, and I had enough. Because mm-hmm. apparently he insulted me beyond degree, and I insulted him beyond degree. And then we apologized to each other, and we basically made up. And then I said, Rod, uh, you know, of course, we'll have our differences. We'll support our own candidates. Let's just leave it at that. He said, okay. And then I, and then the conversation I thought was over. This was like at midnight. <laughs> no, no. Rod continues. He sends me about 35 separate Facebook messages with separate links that just, you know, very clear and thorough descriptions of each link about Bernie Sanders and what he stands for and what his candidacy means, different news articles. I'm telling you, 35 different messages, probably with about six or seven links to different articles in each message. So we're talking about over 100 presentations. <laughs> and he's giving me a synopsis on Bernie and what Bernie's about. Meanwhile, I sent him nothing. I didn't. I was literally losing my mind with every single little thing or, or pop that I would hear from the sound effects from Facebook. I was losing my mind more and more, and that precipitated probably the worst week of my life, and it continued. And I don't think it's going to ever end. And then, by the end of that conversation, just to shut him up, you became a Democrat. I did. I told him I might think about uh, supporting Bernie Sanders. And quite frankly, if if he continues to to assault me, I think I may have to just vote for Bernie. (laughs) It's not worth it to me. It's not worth it to me. I've I've become insane. I've become very irritable at work. I've become very angry with my friends. I, I think it's all because of that goddamn conversation. That Rod dragged me into. I mean, who does that after about 15 years of not talking to someone? Just insults them directly about what they believe in. It's just ridiculous. Speaking of angry people, um, Vinny B, what's going on, man? What's up? What's going on? What's going on, Vinny B? Happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm not as old as Bernie Sanders yet, but uh, I'm getting there. Okay. Nice. Um, and you're uh, 23. Whoa. Uh, 20, 22 and a half, actually. Oh. Okay. Half that, that, really didn't, that really didn't make any sense at all. Not at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, that's not a but, birthday. But, <laughs> Vinny, uh, <laughs> Vinny texted me the other night. Uh, Call me if you want to hear two fantastic train stories. And then I I went to sleep. And then the next day I wrote to him. Sorry, by the time I saw this, I already didn't want to do it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you call into the show instead? So here we go. We have this train stories from Vinny B. All right, all right. So I'm sitting on the two train. It's a nice long ride because I got to go all the way up from Harlem, from like uh, Chamber Street. Okay, so I'm sitting down. Train's getting kind of crowded, and uh, in walks this old guy, and he's kind of got that uh, that kind of a uh, curvature on his back going. You know. Uh oh. Okay, so I get up and I say. Please take my seat. He starts oh, nice. to, oh yeah, it is nice. But then he proceeds to call me a jerk and everything else, and say I don't need your damn seat, right? And I was like, holy shit! So I sit back down. <laughs> Next, two stops, I'd say. This woman gets on, and she has a cast on her leg. <clears throat> a cast. She's ripping in, and she's probably in her fifties. And I say, of course, um, ma'am, would you like to take my seat? And she's like. Nah, not really, no. And she proceeds to walk to the other side of the train and gets another seat. (laughs) 
Now, here comes the, the finisher. I'm, this other woman is in front of me with this guy, and she's talking about, and she's an older woman, talking about how her father's dying of cancer horribly. It's really a bad story. And I go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Would you please take my seat? Again, she goes, nah. <laughs> she says, nah. So here's where I flip the fuck out. I get up, and I point to the nearest person, you, take my goddamn seat right now. Take it, sit down, sit down. She's like, but I'm getting off at the next, sit in my seat. <laughs> so I'm screaming like a lunatic for somebody, and everybody's looking at me like I'm fucking nut job. And that, that was my first story. What did you did you, like, shit on that seat or something? Why were people so averse? You know what? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm the only one that experienced it. Did you ever notice that there's an empty spot next to you? It only happens to yes. me, probably. And people no, just don't then sit I next feel, to you. I feel like a big fat guy when people don't sit next to me. I've told you this. Yeah, but, right. Okay. But then you know what I'm talking about. You, you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, I don't, you know, I, I kind of, I'm kind of a small, small guy. I'm like 5'5", five, five and, you know, I'm not particularly big. So, and I even put my legs together, and I say, you know, I accommodate people. And there's yep. times that I, there must be something going on with me that, you know, whatever the fuck that is. But I, I, was, I was so pissed off. And I've never berated somebody. I never, I was like, get in the seat, and that poor woman sat right down, man. <laughs> She's like, okay. Uh-huh. It's like, <laughs> you you it. like a hold-up. A hold-up. <laughs> Take my seat. <laughs> and there was like two people that watched the whole thing because they were riding, the, and they were laughing their asses off. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the second story? Second story was there was this guy on the train that was begging for money. And um, he was actually, he had an amazing voice. And he was actually singing um, different 80s tunes. Nice. And sounding like them. Like, uh, ha, 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 true. You know, that, those, that, that kind of thing. And in, the, in between, he was talking some, like, Bible stuff. It was, it was pretty amazing. And then he got to a point, he's next to me. This is a less crowded train. So uh, mm-hmm. he gets to me, and he's talking about how the 12 disciples represent the 12 disorders in, in psychology. So mm-hmm. I said, what are those 12 disorders? So he looks at me, because nobody ever talks to him, obviously, because it's insane. <laughs> and, and he goes, well, you know, there's, there's the Judas syndrome. And I'm like, well, you know, Judas got a bad rap. You know, Jesus told him to do it. And he went on to something else. And he goes, but Jesus was a rabbi. And finally, you know, I'm like going, but Jesus was, you know, Jesus wasn't really Jewish because Jewish people don't believe in Jesus. And Jesus kind of believes in himself, so that kind of eradicates him being Jewish. And then he goes up to me. He goes up to me real close to my face. He gets sane. Listen, brother, I'm just trying to make a dollar, man. (laughs) (laughs) But the sanity just came back to his face. And he's like, why are you fucking with me? <laughs> he's like, just let me, let me steal my crazy shit. Let me do my crazy shit and leave me the fuck alone. He almost, I think he almost gave me a dollar after that. <laughs> How have you not gotten killed by now? I, you know, I don't know. And you know people wrote that in my yearbook? You're lucky to be alive. <laughs> but you know what, remi- that, you know what uh, that reminded me of is uh, Andy... Kaufman tells this story about how when he was uh, he he was getting mugged and all these people were you know they were coming up and saying, yo yo give me your money give me your money and so he just started doing like latka and he's like oh no I don't have no money I'm so sorry I have no money <laughs> and and then at the at, at the end of that the one guy turns to him he says uh, here you want some money 
Ellie Coffin's uh, he's brilliant. He's one of my favorites. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Love him. Love him. Love him. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of like the way it was. John Weeks, <laughs> what do you think of these Vinny stories? I think they're phenomenal, but uh, I'm never going to take Vinny's seat, that's for sure. I don't know what's going on there, but there's something weird no, going I want on. You to take, I want you to take the seat. That's the point. That's the whole damn point. Take the goddamn seat. Take it. Take it. I'm going to get into a fight with you over the seat. I'm going to make you take my seat, and you're going to make me take your seat. Oh, man. <laughs> I have one screwed up puppy, that is for sure. <laughs> you know the um, you know how that O.J. Simpson movie started, the miniseries started last night on FX. Oh, oh man, I, I wanted that, to yeah. see that. So, I, I wanted to catch that, but yeah, I know yeah, of it. So, so today I hear this kid goes, I overhear him going like, "Yeah, I watched it. It was it, it was weird though, because like I they actually are reenacting everything, and I thought it was going to be more like a kind of like a." documentary style but they're actually acting it out and i'm thinking in my head when the fuck did cuba gooding jr become a you know a documentary this is not i mean you cast uh, what is he talking about why would you ever think that that was the case with that cast what why did he say it was a documentary or mockumentary or something i don't understand so it's is it uh is it a drama or is it a document documentary no, oh, it's not a documentary. It has a cast. You know, Cuba Gooding Jr. is playing O.J. Simpson. Uh, Sarah Paulson's playing Marsha Clark. Uh, David Schwimmer's uh, Robert Kardashian. Courtney B. Vance is Johnny Cochran. John Travolta is, I think, Robert Shapiro. On and on and on. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it makes no sense that he would think it's a documentary because the documentaries will come out around the same time. But, yeah, well, and that's then all the other the, thing. these actors, it that's- makes no sense. But that's the other thing. You cannot do an effective trial of O.J. Simpson documentary because we watched it as it was happening. That was the documentary. (laughs) Right. Oh, (laughs) I am so mad. Who's Josh Ito? This kid that I, you know, this kid I can't stand that I can't name. (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, plays uh, Judge Ito. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) He's fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, Annie, what what are you doing to celebrate your birthday? Well, right now I am out smoking one of my favorite cigars in, in the oh, park, nice. and and that's how an old man like me uh, celebrates. Oh, okay, very nice, very nice. Now I I wasn't gonna do this, but I had this thought since it is your birthday, and the wizard is about to call in. Uh, do you want to stay on the line? I would be honored to. Okay. Yes, we will be I would on. love to. Okay, I would great. love to. Thank you <laughs> very much. <laughs> okay. Good. And if and if you have to leave at any point, that's fine. Um, but let me uh, let me play something for you guys. You guys know I love the Gilbert Gottfried podcast, right? Of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, there here in this clip, they're talking. Frank and Gilbert are talking to Judy Gold, the comedian, and it's very clear that they're um talking. To me, I immediately knew they were talking about Danny Trejo, but listen, listen to what happens and uh, and uh, be uh, entertained. And now that commercial. And you know <coughs> what's, what's his, what's his name? name? Gary. What's oh, with Buscemi? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. yeah. 
and and uh, what? Oh, oh, uh, I always forget his name. Gary Cole? No, the the Spanish actor uh, used to be a convict. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah, the guy from Machete. Yeah. Oh boy, his name's jumping out of my head. Oh, gee. Yeah, I'll think of it. Yeah. Sandy Rosenblatt. That's not him. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, so. <laughs> Sandy Rosenblatt? Yes. Yes, that's a He's Spanish. Sp- that's a Spanish name. Is he a Sephardic Jew? <laughs> Love that. That is brilliant. That is amazing. That's hilarious. Uh, one, more oh, Gil, one more Gil clip here. There was also a female odd couple on tour with Rita Moreno and Sally Struthers. Anybody remember oh that? My God. Oh, yes. Yes. How is Sally? I mean, she Fat. became... <laughs> Cross off another name. There's my pen. Until Tom Fogarty comes on in like 30 seconds. Oh, play a song for you. <laughs> you go ahead. Kate Doyle, who is 
doing her uh, cabaret version of the Hot Mess in Manhattan tomorrow night at 54 Below at 9.30, and everybody should go, uh, and it's fantastic, and, you know, we have not legally used that song for the last five years, so I hope that the writer <laughs> doesn't find out. Uh, but Kate knows, so anyway, it's fine. But shout out to Ryan Scott Oliver. Hope you don't sue me. Anyway, Tom Fogarty, what is going on with you, sire? I'm bop bop bopping. <laughs> have you have you done anything else uh, this week? <laughs> Tom, I have uh, I have Vinny on the line. So it's Vinny's birthday, so you're talking to me, Weeks, and Vinny tonight. I thought there was a third, third, third there. <laughs> What's that, Tom? <laughs> Word. <laughs> who, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Okay, my first Hot Mess has got to be the Valentine's Day package that Little Miss KKK, Kim Kardashian, Kanye, ooh. Is has put together and is suggesting for people. Now tell mm. me how old school some of this shit is. A g-string made of candy, a satin <laughs> blindfold for fifty-nine ninety-five. <laughs> oh, a spinning stripper pole. Now I don't know if the pole is stationary and you spin, or if the <laughs> pole is spinning, or if it's on a disc that spins. <laughs> I have no idea. A pair of mesh handcuffs. A cute little Fifty Shades of Moi-styled crop. And to top it all off, a $10,000 bottle of Jay-Z's champagne. Fifty Shades of Moi? Fifty Shades of <laughs> and, and and when you open the champagne, does it go what? Oh, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> it goes over. Who is your Hova. second hot mess, sire? My second hot mess has got to be General Mills because they just put me in a tizzy today. When I General heard Mills? they they are doing away with artificial flavoring and colors. What wrong, is Trick going to look like with artif- without artificial colors? Oh, going to be just like crazy. odd turd colored berries in a bowl? I mean, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, tricks. Oh, tricks are for Six. kids. The whole point is how fake they fucking are. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> They're going to have to find a natural way to color them. I wrecked them. And <laughs> who is your final hot mess sire? My last one is this porn star named Sika that they're talking about. The virus? Sika no, virus? <laughs> I mean, I love one that made the front page of the fucking New York Times today. That some dude was traveling in Nicaragua, got bitten by a mosquito, fucked some other dude in Texas, and now they both have the Sika virus. It was a porn star from the 70s. <laughs> so you really were talking about the virus. I was talking about the porn star. Made me dig made me dig out my old VHS tapes today. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I'm but still Seiko was one of my favorites, man. What? Seiko was one of my favorites. Yeah. Her and Hyapatia Lee. Hyapatia Lee, yep. Yep. 
<laughs> she was a good one with her little Indian pigtails. Oh yeah. <laughs> Vinny, who's that porn star that you you know that who's that girl? Oh, Robin Bird. Oh, I'm a I'm child. I'm a friend of Robin Bird's. Are you uh, serious? Yep. No way. Yep. She and I go back. She once picked me and Lulu up when Lulu, my daughter, was like four years old. Picked mm-hmm. us up in her Cadillac convertible, drove us down to Pearl Paint, parked on the street, didn't care if she got a fucking ticket or anything. Went in and we we bought like poster board and placards and paint and stuff. She was we put together a demonstration for her outside Time Warner because Time Warner was gonna start charging her for her airtime. Yep. Mm. Oh my and god. She thought that that was like totally offensive because it was Manhattan neighborhood cable and everything mm-hmm. was supposed to be free. Well, then mm-hmm. it didn't occur to her that, you know, instead of losing money on the show, if she had to pay for it, then she could have sponsoring and advertising. So she's made a shitload of money from just those hour-long loops of advertisements mm-hmm. that she runs that she produced through the years. Which oh, I know yeah. by heart. I know them by heart. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because, listen, guys, I didn't have the internet, man. Robin Bird was all I had. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Yep, Channel 69, <laughs> right after Lou Maletta and his Men on Films, which oh. was whatever the new gay release was. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that Remember him? That? He'd sit there in, like, chaps and shit in a cowboy hat. <laughs> no, I don't remember him. I remember it was after Midnight was before. Yeah, Midnight, yeah Midnight Blue, Al Goldstein. Well, no, 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 no. That. <laughs> no, right, right. There was like, like five know. hours of Robin Bird, just back to back to back. <laughs> no. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. To this day, my favorite was the stripper that was so coked up, and who knows what she – it was coke and something else. But she was spinning so fucking fast on that little, you know, <laughs> square stage that Robin has. I think I was in her studio like any number of times. Yeah, but that was kind of like just off. fucking – Keels over, falls right off of it, spinning around. <laughs> yep, and it was live, you know. There was nothing you could do about it. <laughs> and remember, you always have me. Yeah, oh. Robin Bird. Yep. <laughs> um, and she was always into hygiene of the teeth. Remember that? Yeah. She was always into brush your teeth and wash your teeth. Yep. And using on that. them and then putting on that lipstick. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And laugh while she did it. Uh, Weeks, John Weeks. Yes. Uh, I, this is this is a new show. It's Vinny and the Wizard. It's a new show, I, bro. I love this show. I like it a lot more, actually. Yeah. That's my show. I don't know why I still haven't met Vinny. You keep saying it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but you have ulterior motives. Yeah. No, I think there's a whole. I think Vinny just needs to come over, and we need to watch porn all day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I got a brush. you got a VHS camera? No, I, I know. Oh, okay. is everyone lubed up and ready to go? Yep. Da 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 Vinny, where where were you going with that VHS camera comment, by the way? Well, I mean, I could play my old porn tapes on it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't you, don't you just yeah. need a VCR for that then? I thought it sounded like camera. I don't know why I said camera. Camera was okay. a Freudian trip. It, it, sounds, it sounds like you're going to make a new porn with Fogarty. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a parody of the Wizard of Waverly Place. <laughs> <laughs> the Wizard of hey, hey, he touched yeah. Robin Bird, so I don't know. Yeah, I like the, I like the parody idea of the Wizard of Waverly Place. Yeah, let's do it. Let's Fuck do it. Ron Jeremy, I can do it now. <laughs> I am my own groundhog. Who's <laughs> the hedgehog? I'm the groundhog. Honey, <laughs> I, mean, I can see my shadow every goddamn day. Oh Lord. <laughs> In a recent blog post, Kim Kardashian revealed that after pregnancy, she is hating her huge boobs, while everyone else continues to hate the rest of her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Taco Bell is offering the option to blindly order its new mystery creation. But can you drive with it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Let's play that clip real quick. I remember when I was in LA that Taco Bell had this delicious crunch wrap or something that you could it was meant to eat when you drove. So I would yeah, after they had like, like Cheetos and shit in it. Leaving work at midnight. I would yeah. eat this. <laughs> and it was like octagonal shapes and shit. At like 1 a.m. in Burbank. And it was, you know, it was... <laughs> What the hell does the crunch have to I know, do with it? Like, it in on itself. <laughs> like, it's like a fucking origami burrito. It was like, it was, it was put together in a form that was easy to handle while driving. <laughs> and it's a regular wrap? Does it and make then you could do it in something it else. a regular wrap. It almost was like kind of a pizza, but wrapped in crunch. Right. And then surrounded in bacon. Fogarty, you totally knew just now. You said origami burrito. You knew exactly what I was talking about. Why didn't you have my back then? Absolutely. I was fiend for those things when I saw the commercial. Yeah, but you didn't have my back when that whole thing happened. I want to I think I feel like Fogarty thinks that that conversation happened just now and it live. <laughs> oh no! You said you were gonna play it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom, Tommy boy. Iggy Azalea's fiance Nick Young reportedly is not willing to pay top dollar for their upcoming wedding. He said he was just trying to spend as much as her talent is worth. Hey, now. <laughs> you got to pay the bitch you want to fit is. <laughs> Emma Roberts and Evan Peters were photographed in L.A. Sunday uh, sharing kisses after eating lunch together. Then they beat the shit out of each other. Uh, Evan Peters, that's a great porn name, isn't it? Evan Peters. Oh, yeah. Evan Peters. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. As the Wizard of Waverly Place. Yeah. Not so much on Enema Roberts, though. That doesn't really work. 
A new study by the Chicken Council shows Americans will eat a minimum of 1.3 billion chicken wings during the Super Bowl. The rest of the wings will be eaten outside Chris Christie's house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> lord, lord, lord. A recent Internet trend has shown people are emptying out giant stuffed bears and climbing inside them. Shit. Last time I climbed inside a stuffed bear, I sure as shit wasn't putting that on the internet. <laughs> no, Poppy didn't like that shit. No, 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 no. But now that I resemble that, where my cubs at? <laughs> at least 45,000 people have signed a change.org petition to the BBC in which they are requesting that an entire season of Planet Earth is narrated by Snoop Dogg. This would mark the first time the person narrating Planet Earth is just as high as the people watching it. Hey now. Uh, hey now. Hey now. <laughs> San Francisco's Dolores Park just added an outdoor urinal. (laughs) As if you couldn't already find enough cock in San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be gone, gone tonight. Fire beneath my feet burning bright. Not apologetic about it at all. Nope. 
<laughs> I thought I heard it all. <laughs> nope. I got a ton of them. And call me Eloise. (laughs) (laughs) Dane Galleon of Renton, Washington, brought a gun to a movie theater because he was worried about a mass shooting and then accidentally shot the woman sitting in front of him in the torso. After she woke up in the hospital, his victim said she was grateful she didn't have to sit through the second half of Dirty Grandpa. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> I think I think De Niro has lost his fucking mind. De Niro, when I noticed De Niro lost his mind was a long time ago. It was when he did that movie Showtime with Eddie Murphy, where they're both very very talented guys, and they do this movie that is just horrendous, horrendous movie. That and that's when I was like, whoa, they lost their yep. goddamn mind. Yep, yep, that was a terrible movie. Terrible. Yep. Yep. Republican presidential candidate Ben Carson accused Ted Cruz of using dirty tricks to win in Iowa. Carson fumingly said, if you had to take on the the establishment that way and and why use the dirty trick, I mean... Like a what? Like a dirty Sanchez, or a, <laughs> I mean, is that any way to get back at the teabagging party? I I really don't know. I I just don't. <laughs> Let's hear a little more. Can you do a little more? Yeah, a little more. more. What? What? Is Please. there is there a ben. question before me? Ben. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Uh no, there's no. No, no, absolutely no truth to the fact that I'm suspending my campaign uh, or or going back into doing more surgery, for that matter. Uh, that's, that's way behind me, way behind me. <laughs> and, John, we take us home. Yes, sir. Emma Roberts was photographed stepping out in a $12 Forever 21 dress last week. Then she went and beat the shit out of her boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) They don't call her Enema Roberts for nothing. (laughs) <laughs> you know those two, that Emma and Evan, they beat the. That's all they do is they beat the shit out of each other. They get in trouble with the cops. Both of them been arrested for beating each other up. It's great. Wow. <laughs> and they're wow. always maybe she needs to do, maybe she needs to do a few rounds with Ronda Rossi. Ooh. Yeah, well, she, someone needs to go replace her on SNL. Ooh. I don't know. She was better than a couple of the stiffs they've had this season so far. Yeah, well, she was better she had than some Trump. Really bad ones. Yeah, she was better than the Trump episode. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Tom Fogarty, oh, thank you so much, sire. You to mine, mine, mine. Thank you, Tom Fogarty. Ciao, Good night, Tom. Good night, mine. Bye, Benny. Little Robin for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that was Tom Fogarty with the Hot Mess Awards and jokes. And um, hey, John Weeks, what's uh, what's your favorite scene? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. My favorite scene, and she's the main manager. Mind, mind. There's got to be one of my finds plays a doctor in this movie called Extraordinary Measures, featuring uh, Brendan Fraser and Harrison Ford and Amanda Bynes, of course. <laughs> does, does she play? And does she play Harrison Ford or Brendan Fraser? And there's just this one scene where Amanda Bynes just goes off the goes crazy. I don't know what's wrong with it, her, but uh, she, there's a meme of uh, of her uh, yelling this phrase all over the internet. At least it was in 2009. But there it goes. Rensselaer comes in for a couple million now, and you give him the option of jumping in as a full partner later. Well, after sabotaging our meeting, I had to do something dramatic, and you promise him we'll be in clinical trials in a year. We can do this, Bob. All right. We can work harder. We can push ourselves. We work around the clock. I already work around the clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite scene. She's the best. She made a face. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. That was awesome. Uh, Thank you. Vinny, Vinny, do you have a scene tonight? Uh, do I have a scene? I mean, that is such a deep film. Such a deep film. Uh, <laughs> I would say when uh, that when she was uh, part in Amanda Bynes, 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 is when she plays she plays uh, Max Katie, and she gets out of Ooh. prison, right? And she just gets jumped by these dudes, and she just starts spouting out, "I can outthink you, I can outfight you, and I can outphilosophize you." That's my favorite. Ooh. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. She is Bravo. very versatile. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> very versatile. <laughs> mm. Weeks. Good stuff. I'm waiting. Very good. And, and what is your favorite scene? She's a man with your favorite man. Jesus Christ, that was like a, a Pinter-esque silence. That was like I was watching sorry, Betrayal. <laughs> Emma and Robert are having the affair on Jerry, and it's a mess. <laughs> um, my favorite scene is she's my mama, mine, mine, is from the movie. Um, <laughs> by the way, Fogarty just Facebook messaged me. Yo, Vinny on FB? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Facebook, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, I can't do the Facebook thing. I would well, say good for you. <laughs> I would say Vinny's married, but so is Fogarty. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, uh, my favorite scene is she's in my brain to mind mine is from um, uh, Precious. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Colin. <laughs> uh, she's the main, main, feature main, 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 uh, hyphen, hyphen. Um, what is this from? What did I say I was doing? 
Uh, oh, from from uh, colon hyphen as good as it gets, and uh, she plays an old curmudgeon-y guy, and she says, "Never, never interrupt me, okay? Not if there's a fire." Not even if you hear the sound of a thud from my home and one week later, there's a smell coming from there that can only be a decaying human body, and you have to hold the hanky to your face because the stench is so thick that you think you are going to faint. Even then, don't come knocking, or if it's election night... And you're excited and you want to celebrate because some fudge packer that you date has been elected the first queer president of the United States. And he's going to have you down to Camp David and you want someone to share the moment with. Even then, don't knock. Not on this door. Not for any reason. Do you got me, sweetheart? And that's my favorite scene. She's the man. Could you make it bang, bang, bang? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. That, that was an amazing Michael King. <laughs> <laughs> Michael King's a bastard. Michael King's a bastard, yep. <laughs> uh, so racist. Actually, racist motherfucker. We're actually going to end on time tonight for the first time ever. Um, wow. Uh, we, Weeks, do you have anything else you need to share? No, that's it. You know, happy birthday, Vinny, man. You take take it easy. Have a good one. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Weeks. Uh, thank you. Appreciate I can think it. of thank you. No, no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> John Weeks, go fuck yourself. <laughs> good night, Weeks. Good night, good night everybody. Good night, guys. Good night. Yes. Good night.